Well, there's a will, there's a way, as they say. They get into it early in America. My word, do they? The first of the Republican debates is this afternoon, our time in Wisconsin. The main act is Donald Trump, of course, who will not be there. Uh, He's busy handing himself into Georgia and talking to Tucker Carlson, but there is a big field looking to take him out. Matt Terrell, uh, Marco Rubio's 2016 campaign manager and Republican strategist, also these days manager of Firehouse Strategies, is with us. Matt, very good morning to you. Hey, great to be with you. Thanks for having me. Not at all. The Trump factor, can you ignore it even if he isn't there? Well, look, I suspect that former President Trump, in spite of him not being on the debate stage tonight in Milwaukee for this debate, he will be certainly talked about. And if he's not, then the candidates likely are just conceding this race to him. The bottom line is hope is not a strategy. And for these candidates to break through, they need to draw contrast. They need to find ways to draw contrast with the front runner. And the front runner in this race right now is former President Donald Trump. So certainly he may not be in the debate stage, but I suspect he'll be the big topic of discussion. Uh, the real balance for these candidates is, look, you have to go on the attack. You have to draw contrast, particularly when you have a front runner in the lead of this race and former President Trump. On the same time, the balance act is this. Former President Trump has a very strong standing and wide lead among many of these GOP-based voters. Yeah. They'll ultimately decide this election. So we'll see what takes shape here tonight. What worries me initially is about the size of this field. In a debate, it's hard to make a mark. You're not going to get a lot of time, are you? Well, it depends. Certainly, uh, those candidates who tend to be on the top tier, if you will, in the polls will get probably more airtime. But we'll see how it breaks down here. Uh, you always look for moderators to be fair and try to ensure that all candidates get necessary time. But, you know, we'll see. In the end, though, you know, it's not the time on the debates that are really going to be what truly matters. It's what happens after the debates. You know, the media coverage, you know, what happens in the spin room, what happens on Twitter and on other key social media platforms, how does the news coverage take shape of your candidacy and your debate performance? Those minutes in the debate aren't just what matters. It's the coverage afterwards. And then also, look, it's not just breaking through the voters afterwards in the debate seeing how donors react and oftentimes yeah. you know candidates and campaigns use these debates to try and reach out the donors as well exactly how many of those people tonight at the bottom end of the polling spectrum are really a make or break and they got to make a mark now or else the money dries up well look campaigns don't end because they want end. typically campaigns end for one of two reasons either one they're running out of money or number two they're just losing states and we're still early yet right now where states such as iowa new hampshire and other states have not yet voted and that won't happen until later in the process. But the big thing right now for many of these lower-tier candidates, if you, if you will, is fundraising. You know, look, it's an expensive uh, component to go and travel the country and, and, and go to places like Iowa. Uh, that doesn't happen for free. So the bottom line is, you know, having the necessary donor dollars matters. And part of these debate performances, donors will be, be watching very closely. And a good, strong debate performance can help bolster your fundraising mechanisms, get small-dollar donors into your camp. A big part right now is just staying on these stages, and that's what a lot of these candidates are going to have to do. What do you make of the breadth of the field, the quality of the field? Are we dealing with a good quality Republican field? Well, certainly many Republicans would argue that, at least GOP-based voters would argue that they, they like many of these candidates in the field, but they love former President Trump. Many of these GOP-based voters, you know, really uh, look to the former president as their go-to candidate, and, and many of them look at him and say, you know what? Uh, he's kind of the real deal in, in, in many of these GOP-based voters' views, at least in their opinions. So I think, look, it's not a question of, of good or great. It's about having a candidate in this field and the front runner 
who has the ability to resonate with many of these GOP-based voters, unlike any other candidate we've, we've seen. And, and really, that is something that's breaking through here. There's still a lot of time left in this race. Certainly, we're so early yet. But the big thing that these candidates have to do is draw contrast, explain to the voters why they should vote for them over former President Trump. Early on this this process, we saw a lot of these candidates talking about electability between them and President Biden. I think that argument has a lot of problems, namely President Biden. His approval rating is not great right now. He's underwater in many of these political battleground state polls. I think a lot of GOP-based voters will look at the entire field, including former President Trump, and think that anyone can beat them. And that argument of electability is a real challenge for these candidates right now. Good stuff, Matt. Appreciate it very much. And we'll talk again soon. Matt Tyrrell, who is, um, well, formerly with Marco Rubio these days, manager of Firehouse Strategies. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6 a.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.